0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about getting back to normal. Are we there yet? We all focus on healing, curing, clearing, recovering, whatever word you want to use, uh, but getting out of our anxiety, leaving the wormhole behind. But what I would like to have you focus on today is to start looking at what does your normal look like? Your normal doesn't look like my normal. And so I want you to take a few minutes and take this to your journal, if you would like to write down, to think about what a normal day in the future would look like for you. What would you like that to look like? Because if you don't know what you're shooting for, you're not going to know when you get there. So just, just put pen to paper and see if you can jot down some ideas of what normal might look like for you in the future. We need to make sure that we have other things in our lives besides our desire to clear our anxiety all day, every day. It's very important that that you have found your way to the podcast and books on audio and um, maybe you belong to groups. Maybe you are talking about this with other people In your family, and you're talking about this in um, maybe some of your with your professionals, but I want you to have some other things in your life also and not be fixated on anxiety all day long because the more we think about the anxiety, the more opportunity we have to stay in the cycle. We want to look at spending time living life. You want to be living life. And what is it living life normally? That is going to be for you to decide, for you to define. What does that look like for you? Dream about it, smile about it, make it beautiful and and try to get there. Little steps at a time, but you have to have some direction that you are going toward versus always trying to get away from something. Because You know, when we talk about anxiety, when we are trying to get away from something, there is a sense of fear. And what happens when there's a sense of fear? Our anxiety continues in the cycle. So I want you to be moving forward. What is it that you are trying to go toward? What is getting back to normal look like for you? When we stop trying to get anxiety out of our lives, we make much more progress. And um, the anxiety in and of itself is reduced. And now what do I mean by that? When we stop having the anxiety be our focus, our main focus, now we can still have problems, we can still have issues, things we're dealing with working on, but we're not focusing in on our, am I feeling fear right now? Am I feeling fear? Some people are feeling better and they're starting to wig out because why? They're looking for their anxiety. It feels foreign. So I want you to just try to be with what is and having it be in a neutral basket. You know, I like have the basket on one side for the negative, the basket on the other side for the positive, and I really want you to focus on the neutral how you're feeling can be just neutral. You don't have to be in a a blissful state and you don't have to be in a state of terror. You can be in neutral. You can be getting through the days one moment at a time. So I want you to try to pay attention to if you are able to bring yourself to that place of neutral. Because when we are fixated on the anxiety and we are trying to get away from it or fearing it, either one, we are releasing more stress hormones. You can't get away from that. It's just the way it is. So we want to be in the places that we are not releasing adrenaline and cortisol and the whole cascade of stress hormones. We want to be in neutral. Let things be. Let some things slide off of you. We don't always have to be right. And even if we are right, we don't always have to prove it to the people around us. We can just let some things be. We don't always have to be afraid. We can say, I feel that fear coming up, but I know what it is. And intellectually, I know that I am safe. So I'm just going to let it be. And then what we do is we let that fear burn out. Yes, it came up. Yes, it let stress hormones release. Yes, it was uncomfortable. But we let it burn out by letting it be versus trying to get away from it or being afraid of it. And that just throws more gasoline on the fire. We don't want that. So that you can begin to see that even chasing after our cure or our recovery can be getting us spinning, inflaming ourselves a little bit. So we want, it's like a a tightrope walk and you know what? We're going to fall off, but that's okay. We have a great safety net under us and we're going to get up and we're going to try again. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? code acp after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support our show and tell them we sent you so what do we do how do we get to neutral one of the great ways to do that is be able to look at what is happening in the present moment and to get the mind focusing on the fact that you are okay in that present moment like, if you are listening to this podcast, you hear me say this. If you are listening to me, you're okay. You really are, so you can just like bring it down a couple notches. Let the shoulders relax a little bit. put a little smile on your face. and if you can't smile, put a pencil in between your teeth. it'll it'll get the same relaxation in the in the mind. Get yourself to remember. That in this very present moment, you are okay. It's the thoughts that are taking you to other places, but if you can hear me right now, you are okay. You're breathing, your feet are on the ground, and you can keep going forward. The only thing that is real is right now. We have memory of the past, but it's not here, and we have thoughts about the future usually worries, but that's not here. The only thing that is real is right now. And thoughts are not facts. We have to remember this. We have to say it to ourselves over and over again. Thoughts are a a subjective interpretation of our experience, but we think that they are true as facts and it isn't. Thoughts are moving through us. They are not us. It is not the present moment. Our thoughts could also be looked at as free associations or best guesses. We're guessing. Isn't that kind of a funny way to look at it? We're guessing about the future. We don't know. I'm guessing that it could be this. The mind world is not as real as it feels. I know when we have a thought, we have a feeling of this is it. We had a thought, we think, that that is what's happening or that is what is here right now, but it is not. I want you to try to keep that with you, that uh, it's a best guess. We also tend to think that thoughts are permanent and long lasting, but they aren't. They come and go and they change. They fluctuate like the wind. They come and they go and they're fleeting unless you are grabbing onto them and adding to them and building a story around them. And that's where things get interesting and they can often get us into trouble. In reality, any thought that we have only lasts for a couple of seconds, but we get stuck on the specific subjects all day due to the things that we add to the thoughts, such as your heart rate has gone up, your heart's beating kind of fast. And then you have a thought, oh, oh, there must be something wrong with my heart. Well, you could just let that thought go. You could just kind of relax into it. Let that thought, okay, it came and you let it go. But we don't do that. What do we do? We make up a story around it. We make up, oh my gosh, what if I have a heart defect? Oh, Aunt Tilly had XYZ with her heart. What if I have that? Of course, Aunt Tilly had that when she was 90 and you are 25, but we can still build these stories out of it and we frighten ourselves. You could have either given yourself three seconds and had that thought go, or you can build a story out of it and scare yourself for the rest of the day. Try that. Let thoughts be, let them be there three seconds and they will pass on and a new one will replace it. And um, one of the other things that we do when we are trying so hard to be, quote, normal or back to our normal selves, and we wonder if we're there yet, is we want to know, am I doing this right? And I want to say, along with letting go of thinking about your anxiety all day, every day, I want you to just let go of the idea of Of questioning if you are doing it right or not. No right or wrong, just go out and live your life. You will make mistakes. We all make mistakes. You will do some things that will make you have a couple of steps back. That's okay. We all do that too. And the next day we get to take five steps forward. Just relax a little bit. With anxiety, we are so tight and so wound up and so desiring to be anywhere but where we are. We forget that it is that desire to be somewhere different than where we are that fuels our anxiety. Find yourself right in this moment, breathing, being able to hear, to see, to smell, to taste, to touch, to love, And let that be enough for just this moment. And that thought, that ability to be able to rest your nervous system and let it go into its natural state, which is the parasympathetic nervous system, where you are calm, just to be able to do that a few times a day, will begin to train yourself back again to being a normal human being that has the fight or flight ready when it needs to flare up and save you from from the tigers of the world, but not the paper tigers in our mind. That we have to let go of. Let yourself go into the rest and digest mode when you are not needing to fight or flee. We really get a sense of that when we practice it and are able to bring ourselves down a few times a day, we start to remember how to get there. And it's all there inside you. You just have to remember how to go there. And it's about letting go. It's about getting out of the way. It isn't about adding things. It isn't about knowing more. It's about getting out of the way and letting the body be what it is naturally, which is calm and peaceful. And it has in it the powerful, very powerful, amazing, uh, fight or flight system that turns on when we don't even, we don't need to think about turning it on. It goes on and it protects us and it saves us. And once we are safe again, which you are right now, if you are listening to me, we can relax our muscles. We can slow down our breathing and we can remember that we are safe. We need to do this many times throughout the day as we as we relearn how to do this naturally. Eventually you don't have to think about it at all. It becomes your new default. So one of the other things I wanted to mention is that you want to pay attention to what your motivation is for doing. Some of the healthy behaviors or helpful things that we talk about when, you know, here on the show or that you have gathered from other places, you know, things that you thought could be effective and helpful for your anxiety. What is your motivation for doing them is as important as the practice itself. And um, some of these things may be great, and they may help to reduce your anxiety. But, we want to pay attention because we also can get caught in the, but if I don't do that, then I'm going to have a bad day. And then I'm, Setting myself up for anxiety. I'm setting myself up to be in the nervous system, the side of our nervous system of fight or flight, which is our sympathetic nervous system, and we don't want to be adding more stress to ourselves. So let's take an example of what I'm talking about here. Let's use the example of going to the gym in the morning before you go to work, because it makes you feel good. You wake up, perhaps you're one of the people who are um, very sensitive to your own cortisol. So you wake up in the morning and you can feel your stress hormones in your body. So it feels good for you to run out uh, and either go for a run or go to the gym before you shower and go to work. And so that is great because it makes you feel good. But what you want to be aware of is if you are starting to think things such as, but when I, if I miss a day at the gym, or I miss my run because I either slept in, or I was having a nice breakfast with my family instead, um, or I just felt tired and I didn't want to go that you feel bad, that you feel guilty, or that you feel like you have done something wrong and that your anxiety is going to come back or it is going to flare that day because you didn't do the magic behavior or exercise that you had always done. It's very important because this happens a lot. We can go from something being helpful to it being a compulsion. So just play with it. Give yourself a break on purpose. Tell yourself, I don't have to go to the gym today. I'm going to uh, stop at a coffee shop instead, or I'm going to take my kids to school instead. So um, just be careful because we don't want to build in superstitions or compulsions from the things that have helped us to feel better be okay with what you feel, accept it. Even the anxiety, be okay with it. It's moving through you or you are moving through it and you'll be okay. Just like you were before, just like everybody else can be. It's sometimes the days are great and sometimes they're not, and you're going to be okay too. So let's see if we have a couple ideas here of things you can do. Before I go into those action steps, I want to, I think this, we're getting down to these last few shows before this special will be over. But if you join the full membership of the group coaching between now and December 31st, 2018, you will receive a 30 minute one-on-one coaching session with me. There are many of you who are on the fence about this, and I'm hoping that this will be the the time that you will jump in and take advantage of this, because we can get a lot done between the 30-minute session and a month in the group. You know, in the group, you get two calls and two skill sheets in the Facebook group. You can hop in there 24-7. There's always somebody in there chatting or who will answer your, uh, your question or your comment. It's a wonderful, loving group. And so this is the time to jump in. So between now and December 31st, 2018, if you join the full membership group coaching uh, a- Anxiety Coaches Podcast Group Coaching, you'll receive a 30-minute one-on-one session with me, and I'm so looking forward to doing those. So do let me know if you're ready to do that. You can go to the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group-coaching, and you'll see it. It's the full membership. So here are some things that you can do uh, to help keep yourself going when you find yourself wondering, am I back to normal yet? Are we there yet? You want to find a time during the day that you can be mindful. So I often call these like trigger times where, and this is a good trigger, where you want to trigger your mindfulness. It can be a transition time. That's usually a great time, such as when you are on your way to work or you are on your way home from work, especially if you are driving and you are alone in your car. What a marvelous time to be purposefully mindful and and pay attention to the sounds and the the sights around you and what the things you can feel and touch and smell and taste. Uh, eating is another time that is wonderful for this kind of mindfulness because there is so much that we can excite our senses with, with our meal. So that would be another time. You can use it transitioning into bedtime or getting up is also another time where you can and you know, you don't need to spend a lot of time on this, but if you do it the same every day, it becomes your new practice. If you do it with, perhaps you eat your lunch alone. um, Perhaps, perhaps you have a snack time alone every day where you can actually really dive deep into your senses with it. Or like I said, if you are in the car alone on your way to or from work, in the shower, putting on your makeup, getting dressed, there's, going to the gym, doing a particular run. There's a million different things and everybody's life is different, but I'm hoping that you can find that one particular time of day that you can be purposefully mindful and practice that every day. It will really strengthen your ability to be in the moment and to realize that you are okay. Some other things that you can do to get yourself to realize that you are getting back to normal is, um, making sure that you are getting the proper exercise for, for your own self. This is different for everybody, but again, some examples are like walking or yoga, Tai Chi, going to the gym, dancing do what works for your body and experiment. Maybe you're getting stale from going on a daily run for all these years and you want to try something new, maybe break out uh, and try something different. I live in a warm climate and all year long outside, we can do the water aerobics. I keep thinking I'm going to go, um, go back to it. I did it a long time ago. And, um, yeah, like try something new. Like that brings a smile to my face to think about going back to that. Uh, it could be fun versus my usual walk. So another thing that you can do is to eat healthy. And by that, I mean, taking into consideration your health needs and really staying away from the things that bother you, meaning any food allergies or intolerances and always leaning toward more whole foods closer to the earth and definitely avoiding as up uh, many processed foods as you can lots of fruits and vegetables and grains and Being able to have it be like Michael Pollan says, uh, eat uh, foods, mostly plants, and um, that will really help you to stay away from the candy section. Um, be active in your life. Um, that means different things for different people, but you know, come out of your own shell a little bit if you can. There are a lot of people and organizations that would love a hand if you have time or energy to offer to the world. And finally, um, be aware of why you are doing the things that you are doing. Often we are living by rote. We are are not paying any attention to what it is that we are. Doing, and we have kind of lost track of why we are doing what we're doing. So be aware that can really change the way that you see the world around you. And now for today's quote Far away in the sunshine are my highest aspirations. I may not reach them, but I can look up and see their beauty believe in them, and try to follow where they lead. And that's from Louisa May Alcott. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.